Angie, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faithless Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together, and we hope that you'll enjoy your time with us. Hi, we are glad to be together today. We um, are finishing up Colossians, and um, it's a little different still because we are right in the midst of practicing some social distancing here. So we are still um, getting together, but we are uh, getting together over the phone and through video chat instead of being around the table together. So we'll sound a little bit different, um, and we may have a a few little um, glitches here and there, but we are here and we're together and we are excited to be finishing things up today. Actually, not today, for the next couple of days um, as we finish up our study of Colossians. So we are um, picking up with verse or chapter 3, and um, today we're going to talk through verse 22 through um, four, chapter 4, verse 1. So, Terry, do you want to go ahead and jump in and um, read that for us? Sure. Out of the NIV. Great. Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything, and do it not only when their eye is on you and to curry their favor, but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Anyone who does wrong will be repaid for their wrongs, and there is no favoritism. Masters, provide your slaves with what is right and fair, because you know that you also have a master in heaven. So, a lot of times this uh, particular scripture and other scriptures are taken out of context, or um, just we, we have to always be careful about taking our culture and putting it on that culture of the time. Mm. And so one of the things we just kind of wanted to clear up a little bit at the beginning is that this was not racial slavery that we're used to here, certainly in America, and and what was happening in the 18th century, 17th and 18th centuries. Um, This is is more of an economic-type slavery. Now, that's not to say that slaves weren't at times put into bad positions, because sometimes the... the, um, the choice was, we're a conquering nation. We have conquered your nation. Now you have a choice. We will kill you, or you could become slaves, right? And so I don't know how, um, oh, it, um, I just kind of lost my thought there, but it was just like I, I do believe that there are definitely times during this time period back in the biblical times that we talk about where people were put in really terrible positions. We certainly see that with the um, Egyptians building the um, pyramids and how the Hebrews were kept as slaves and different things. So we're not saying that everybody had great conditions, but we also want to point out that a lot of times people were in slavery in Rome and they had a lot of legal rights and they were able to own property and they were able, it looked very different from what we know as American slavery. Um, Just a couple quotes. This one from um, Gavin Ortland. He's saying, um, um, they weren't slaves from birth or for their whole life or because of their race. Um, Most 
slaves were prisoners were who actually had been slaughtered if they had not been made slaves. So those are the ones I was talking about. Um, it generally was done by circumstance or economics is the reason people found themselves in slavery. And he, there's this quote, he says, to be clear, slavery in any sense perverts God's created intention for human beings. So, Yeah, I um, think probably the biggest um, thing we want to talk about is that is God does not approve of slavery. That is not, right. this is not an endorsement um, of slavery. It's just a recognition yeah. of the fact that it existed in the time. Um, right. And so he wanted to address how slaves and masters relate to one another. Yeah, because Paul... Right, and if, this, we look at crea- go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, if we look at creation, we're all made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. All of us are made in the image of God, which means we're equal. Mm-hmm. Right. In that sense, yeah. So as Paul addresses it, you know, he he doesn't condone it. He doesn't condemn it. Um, It was a fact of life in those days. And he just addresses how it should look, especially from a Christian point of view. So he's not debating if Mm -hmm. it's right or wrong. Although I think I know what he would think. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. So when we... When I've read this in the past, I've always um, kind of taken it not so much as a person-to-person slave versus master necessarily, um, that relationship, but I've always kind of thought of it as the fact that we are all slaves to something. Um, we, and, and the Bible is very clear that um, whatever we put over us becomes our master. And if we have a master, that means that we are in a position of slavery, so to speak, um, and there are lots of things out there, things like um, debt, things like addiction. Um, th- we can put relationships um, where relationships become our masters, um, you know, if we're not healthy with the choices that we're making. I've always kind of thought of it as um, kind of the bigger picture of whatever it is that I have let take control and have authority over me. Does that make sense? Yeah, and we have to be careful. We can make religion a slave. We can be a slave to religion and Mm -hmm. practices and traditions and not be um, a follower of Christ. Right. Right. I mean, the phrase, you know, I'm a slave to whatever. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. a slave to the the kitchen. I'm a slave to the stove. I'm a slave to the shopping mall, I'm a slave to car line, you know, whatever it is that we allow to take up and rule over our time and our decisions and whatever, um, those things really do become master over us. Um, mm-hmm. And we have responsibility because we are in authority over someone. Um, and so we have the authority to behave in certain ways, no matter which side of that equation we're on. Yeah, that's a real interesting point. And then as you're also talking about we're like a slave to sin, so then sin is our master. Sin is, mm-hmm. uh, can be described sometimes as anything that gets between me and God. Right. So if, if it's TV and we're a slave to TV or Netflix or whatever it is that we've got going on right now, it's not that it's, it's wrong to watch TV. It's that when it just usurps God's place, when it starts taking the place of God, when things start getting slidey and slippery, then we realize we've got a pretty bad master. 
This master is not treating us right. This master is keeping us from God. And we need to just pay attention to that. That was really interesting. Yeah. The good news here is we can get ourselves, we can ask God to take us out of slavery. That was very tricky. I was going to say, we can get ourselves out of slavery, but we do have choices. And we can ask God to remove this stuff and to take care of it for us. He's ultimately the freedom guy. (laughs) No? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and when I first read the scriptures, you know, I, my, my first glance at it was just from a bigger perspective, kind of an overview perspective of um, all of us are under somebody's authority, whether it's um, at work, your boss, whether it's at home, your husband, whether it's the policeman out in the street, all of us are living with some rules and regulations and constraints and boundaries. And so I I took a lot of that to mean that whatever boundaries I have to live within, I need to have a good attitude and not resent those boundaries and that authority and know that whatever I'm called to do under that authority, I can do it not just for that master, not just to obey the police or to be a good worker at work, but I can do that as unto the Lord too. I can let God be my ultimate master and not feel that... um, that I'm just responsible to the person who's over me, but that I'm ultimately responsible to God for how I behave and what I do in that situation. Mm-hmm. And, and while that's so appropriate right now, you know, in the stay-at-home stuff, yeah, it's, it's, it's a way of loving other people. It's a way of being responsible. It's a, a way of responding um, out, of, out of care for the other person. Not necessarily out of fear for ourselves, which I think is the reason why a lot of people are staying in, and that's true, but this care for other people. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you're right, Angie, like, even if you're at work and you have a boss, it's like, you know what, I'm still going to get this project done because that helps the whole company. That helps me. Mm-hmm. If someone's standing in the way and they're not being right, I'm just going to trust that God has this covered. Yeah. That's good. And I'll work as unto God. Yeah. But even if we don't have the authority, let's say, at work, it's how we do things in our homes, too. It's how we choose to see authority, to respond to authority, and to do the right thing, I think. And and it talks to um, the condition of our hearts while we do our work. Yeah. I Um, think that's really the bottom issue is Mm -hmm. what is the condition of your heart? Right. Yeah. Verse 23 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. And I'll tell you what, there have been some times where I have been like, I do not want to do this. I do not want to do this. I do not want to do this. But that verse just would roll over in my head and in my head, you know, you think I have to do this and it's pointless or I really hate this job or whatever it is. Um, once you kind of can shift that attitude of like, you know, I'm not working for my boss. I'm not working for my kids or my husband or my school or, you know, whatever it is. Like, I'm not taking the trash out for them. I'm taking the trash out for Jesus, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It can change your whole attitude um, for so. sure. I was a housekeeper, you know, house cleaner, cleaning lady for over 20 years. And... um 
that really helped me a lot when I was scrubbing toilets and, um, you know, just doing the housework uh, at someone else's house. And um, it's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm getting paid for this, but the Lord has provided this for me. It's flexible. I can be home with my kids when I need to be. I can be off when I need to be off. And I'm going to honor God, even in this cleaning. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for instance, a couple of times I would be like, ah, you know what? I just don't want to reach behind I just remember this one time in particular. I just don't want to reach behind their TV and dust it today because I didn't have to move anything. It was, you know, it was pretty open. I'm like, I just don't want to do it today. I didn't sign a contract that said I would clean behind the television every time. I don't have to do it. And that verse came right to my mind. Mm. You know what? You're doing it for the Lord. Do your best job. So, yeah, it works. Yeah, I think out of this whole chunk of um, scripture here, this whole passage, I think that is, for me, that's definitely the one that has um, resonated the most, Um, definitely. I mean, even from when I was young, um, you know, all the way till now, like that, that's the one. In fact, we say that to our kids. We'll say that to our kids. And they're like, <laughs> you know, big eye roll, um, you know, <laughs> but it's true because it does make a difference. And that's ultimately what we are doing. Everything in our lives is to serve the Lord. Um, and when we can kind of have that attitude and that thought process about it, then it does, um, it does change our hearts. Mm-hmm. So it's not always easy. Right. Well, and I love that verse 4 then turns that around now and talks to the masters, or chapter 4. Masters, provide your slaves with what's right and fair, because you also have a master in heaven. So just because somebody's in authority doesn't mean that they've got a right heart or a right attitude. Um, And so I think it's really important that if you are in that position over other people, that you recognize that... um, you know, it's kind of the golden rule. Do unto others as you want them to do unto you. Um, you need to be fair and just with people and have even, a good heart that way. Mm-hmm. And even in your own home, um, Suzanne, you were saying, um, you know, fathers don't exasperate your children in the last um, time, the last, last recording. And yeah. I think that it goes, that goes right here, too. You know, like parents... Provide your kids what's right and fair. And I think, I know that there have been times when I have just said, you know, or a kid would say, why? Why do I have to do that? And I, you know, my mom's answer, because I said so. (laughs) Because I said so, yeah. (laughs) But, um, and that, sometimes it wasn't fair, you know, but but I could see that there was... Oh, excuse me, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> As parents, we need to do the right thing because really we are the masters yeah. over our children. And so yeah. this pertains to us in the home as well. Yeah, it, yeah, when we have authority over people, what we need to be doing is knowing the whole time we're talking to them is that someone has authority over us and there's God. And when we stand in that authority... One thing that's really good about that is is we know that God is good. 
So we know that we might be saying hard things to people. Like um, my kids used to say, you know, I used to say, they'd say, stop therapizing me. I'd say, I'm not <laughs> therapizing you. I'm not a therapist. I'm not being your therapist. I'm your mom. If I was a therapist, I would be much nicer. <laughs> go clean your room, right? And then it would be, now go clean your room, right? But I also told them you could be paying me too. And they went, okay, we've got this. But, um, but the, the part with that is if I know that I'm doing good, the rooms need to get clean. That's it. I'm not asking something evil. I'm not asking something wrong. And if, if I submit myself to Christ, I know that things can move and we can do things correctly. And so I know I'm not asking wrong things. So if I'm submitted to Christ as I'm making these decisions, as someone who has authority, I can be confident that ultimately, yeah, it may be hard, but it could be it's the right thing to do at the time. You know? This, this another piece I'm going to come back to that pandemic, the staying at home. It's like, yeah, it could be hard, but it's the right thing to do. So we can have confidence in that. And yes, we have our government, but those governments have been placed in place, put in place. I believe that God has a hand in that, and that ultimately God is the authority. I don't think God runs elections or flips elections. That's not what I'm saying. But there's a government system put in place, and we need to respect that and do our best as people who are part of that system. So we can be confident that if we're going towards the right thing, that we're actually helpful and it's okay to have authority in this world, certainly, but when we have that authority and we exercise it, it needs to be according to the will of God. Right. Yep. So I guess it, to me, it just puts everything in the right order. And mm-hmm. um, as someone who can be a little bit chaotic sometimes, I am also someone who loves me some order. <laughs> me too. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. It certainly is. Well, that is, um, I think that's a great place for us to kind of wind things up today. Um, unless somebody else has any big thoughts that we didn't capture? Nope. No? Okay. All right. Well, would somebody like to, um, yeah, take us out today? Woohoo! <laughs> I will. Okay. Great. Father, we just thank you so much for technology that uh, we have, that we can meet together from a distance and still be able to um, record these podcasts. And Lord, we just pray that even if one person is touched by this, um, or if one person enjoys this podcast, that it will be well worth it. And we just pray, Father, that your words were spoken today, that maybe a couple of things about slaves and masters have come clear in someone's, um, excuse me, mind and heart. And we just pray that we would always keep in mind, Lord, that the things that we are doing as believers, we're doing it unto the Lord. We're doing it for you. And we're doing it because you're our master who treats us fairly and well, and we love you and we want to please you as we serve you. And so Lord, we just pray, um, for the uh, whole situation that we find ourselves in with this virus. We pray for health and safety. We pray that um, this virus would um, break down and leave. And um, just pray you touch our nation and our whole world 
I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And cut. <laughs> <laughs>